You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion. On tonight's episode, we're going to be breaking down the preview for the SEC men's basketball tournament. Uh, Heading up to Nashville, to uh, have a very, what I'm sure will be interesting, fun, and maybe sometimes frustrating uh, tournament of basketball in the SEC conference as we tend to beat each each other up. So we're going to walk through the games very quickly, talk a little bit about the implications for Auburn, how they might do, and then maybe, just maybe, make some predictions at the end of all this. Uh, so on tonight's episode, I actually have a special guest with me. I wasn't able to connect with my normal co-host, Drew, uh, who's away tonight. But I have a familiar voice, maybe not so familiar because he's only been on here a few times. But you know him from some of the articles that you've seen on the E2C Network. Uh, right now, you know him from Three Point Thoughts. He's taken that over for me, where he breaks down his kind of last-minute thoughts at the end of every game. Uh, for the men's basketball team, Mr. Austin Scott. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for having me. It's a little bit different to uh, be uh, heard and not read. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might prefer the other after this. I don't know how that kind of goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it's it's always good to have you uh, step in and, you know, try something a little bit different because we always want to make sure everybody hears their voice. And this is obviously a good plug for you. If you have not read his three-point thoughts, Uh, He does that whenever he can uh, for you guys. So make sure you go check out his work. He's also broke down football games at the end of each football games this season. uh, And from time to time has some uh, other pieces as his interest is peaked on the E2C Network website over at E2Cnetwork.com. So real quick, Austin, give me just an overview of your impressions of the season as a whole now that you've been able to watch it from preseason, non-conference, conference play, and headed into postseason. Where are you sitting at with Auburn men's basketball? Oh, I mean, it's uh, similar to how a lot of other people feel about the team. Um, it's been an up and down season. Uh, it started really hot, obviously, with that long uh, opening to have an undefeated season and um, kind of going through non-conference with that with a breeze, and um, then kind of going in the balls where we saw this this offense isn't as um, dynamic as it was a year ago, and so um, it's been up and down. But at the end of the day, it's a successful Auburn team that was never worried about falling out of the top 25 um, and found ways to win in a lot of different ways that Auburn fans haven't been used to under Bruce Pearl's leadership. And so um, there's clearly talented kids out there um, and they're continuing to find ways to win. And it's ultimately going to, it's ultimately led them to a a two seed in the SEC tournament and uh, hopefully a top five seed in the NCAA tournament. And I love what you said there, Austin, that put it into perspective perspective here we're talking about a team that never truly was in threat of falling out of the top 25 let that sink in for a little bit Auburn fans yeah 
let, let that sink in with the frustrations we've had. And they were warranted. You know, Drew and I spent the senior night game not talking in great detail uh, positively about the seniors, but about our frustrations with that second to last game. Uh, so we are just as guilty of that, but that really puts it into perspective. A top 25 team that never fell out of it and that was never in a real decent threat to fall out of it. That's a great point right there. And I think you just you just earned your spot here on the podcast tonight with that point. <laughs> well done. Well, good. Good. I'm glad. Well, how about this? So uh, let's walk through the tournament bracket. Obviously, we're going to get to Auburn, them being the number two seed. And here, how about I'll run through this. This is your seeding right now. Number one, Kentucky. Number two, Auburn. Number three, LSU. Number four, Mississippi State. They have the double bye. They will not play till Friday, March 13th in the quarterfinals. On Thursday, March 12th, you have Alabama at the nine seed, Tennessee at the eight seed, Florida in the five seed, the 10 seed is Missouri. Seven seed is Texas A&M. And I'm going out of order now, listeners, because it's the way it's listed on here. South Carolina is the sixth seed, so they will not play till the second round. Those teams that Auburn used to be in all the time uh, in these bracket positions on the first day of the SEC tournament, we've come a long way, Auburn fans. Uh, Wednesday, March 11th is where it all begins. Number 13, Georgia versus number 12, Ole Miss. And number 14, Vanderbilt versus number 11, Arkansas. So let's start right there with our good old rivals across the state over there in Georgia with the first game of the SEC tournament. You can watch it at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the SEC network. Georgia versus Ole Miss. Austin, give me your impressions of this and what you think is going to happen. Well, I think with anything, uh, when the game with Georgia is talked about, you're going to hear about Anthony Edwards. Uh, yep. Name today or um, or Tuesday when the SEC uh, announced its awards, the fr- name the freshman of the year in the league. Um, has been talked about since he barely graduated high school that he's going to be the number one pick in the draft next year, or this year, I guess. Um, and so it, Auburn fans saw up close and personal when they were in Athens that he's a dynamic scorer. Um, he knows how to play bat- the game of basketball. Problem is he just wasn't on a good team. Um, he was kind of all, all they had. Um, but, I mean, he 19.5 points this year um, per game, uh, over five rebounds a game, over two assists a game. Um, there's no question the kid's special. Um, it's just have, they haven't really found a way to build around him. Um, but overall, the, these teams are very equal, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Brian Tyree with Ole Miss, um, who will really match him scoring, I think. Um, and so it's going to be a great start to the tournament. Um, not quite sure who I would go with, if I'm, if I'm being honest. But, it's a tough one. Um, I think, yeah, it is. I think they're evenly matched. They're both right below 500 um, overall. Um, but it's a it, it should be a fascinating game with a lot of points. I don't see it being a defensive game, um, just yeah. the way those two teams have been built. But um, two really good coaches with Tom Crean and Kermit Davis going up against each other. Um, so it's it's a really fascinating and fun start to the tournament um, for basketball fans. I think. Yeah, I think this is one case where the opening game uh, for the SEC tournament is actually a really exciting one to uh, pay attention to. Obviously, the Anthony Edwards yeah. factor, which you brought up. Uh, I'm actually more interested in see if uh, uh, Brendan Tyree is going to go off in this game because it just feel Ole Miss finds a way sometimes to just be really, really sneaky and turn some heads at times. I don't even without Andy Kennedy, they they have been a thorn in Auburn's side. Yeah. Uh, for seasons and seasons and seasons until we finally uh, got over the hump and beat them both times this season. That was a miracle in and of itself. It's the magic of Bruce Pearl. Uh, but, you know, I just, 
I'm not sold on Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he's a great, I'm not talking about his talent. His talent is great. Uh, but as a team player, I think when you compare Isaac Okoro to Anthony Edwards, maybe there can be a discussion on talent wise and ability wise, but in terms of an overall basketball player, which includes being a great teammate, a great defender, I don't think there's any comparison here. And I would say that I think the, uh, all the SEC freshman of the year was given to uh, him this year. It should have gone to Isaac Okoro. That's just my opinion. But if I had to push you, I know it's a tough one, Georgia or Ole Miss, who would you say right now? I I think I'm going to go with Ole Miss and to to react to your point there. I I agree. I I talked in the E2C discussions page um, a little bit today that um, Okoro, while he didn't stand out and didn't score 19 a game, um, there was so much that, especially once he went down, that Auburn fans saw that he contributed to that team. Um, and so while we may be a little bit biased, I think he he was he would have been well-deserving a freshman of the year. With regard to this game, um, which I'm really excited about watching, I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Uh, I think Kermit Davis, at the end of the day, is going to really be able to um, game plan with his guys, with Devontae Shulwood and Brian Tyree against Anthony Edwards um, and Tom Crane of Georgia. Um, Bruce Pearl has mentioned how good of a coach Kermit Davis is and how much respect he has for Kermit Davis. Uh, and I'm very much the same way. I think he has um, a really great basketball mind and is going to fit really well in this league. Just needs to find some more players. Um, but I, I like Ole Miss to move on to day two of the SEC tournament. You see, I normally I would agree with you there. And as much as I was just talking up Ole Miss and talking down on Anthony Edwards, I just feel like there's going to be some freaky stuff happening. You said it was going to be a high-scoring game. I'm actually going to take Georgia in this one, uh, not because I think they should win uh, and are the better team, but just something Anthony Edwards is going to go off and actually prove sure. that he should have been the SEC freshman of the year. Uh, so I'm actually going to say Georgia, but I don't really see them going much further after that. Let's Let's move on to the next game of the night, game two. Uh, which will be about 25 to 30 minutes after that game one. Uh, probably the least exciting game of the entire tournament. Vanderbilt uh, really tried hard to get out of the cellar of the SEC this year, but they just could not. We'll be taking on the number 11 seed, Arkansas. Uh, I think this one is just going to be a walloping of Arkansas over Vanderbilt. Do you have any differing opinions? Not at all. Um, I mean, I, Vanderbilt, I guess, is at two wins in the league this year. Um, right. Both. Three big surprises, um, one over LSU and one over Alabama, but uh, I just it's not their year. Um, and while Saban Lee's really good um, and they have some dynamic playmakers, uh, Auburn fans saw firsthand how good Mason Jones can be, um, and I think Arkansas is just going to be able to move on to day two with ease. Yeah, Mason Jones I think is the key thing there. Uh, him making the first team All SEC uh, is very deserving, and I think. Arkansas, honestly, I would agree with you. I think we're both on the same page here. Arkansas moving on to take on South Carolina, that uh, they are my sleeper pick in the tournament this year, uh, simply because Mm -hmm. Mason Jones is on that team. Uh, How we got out of there with a win, Austin, I don't know. (laughs) Makes no Uh, sense. Absolutely no sense. But how many times have things made this sense this season? You know, Auburn, you know, shoots Not like many, they did. Yeah. You know, they shoot great one game, the next game, they're nowhere to be found. So it's just the way things go sometimes in this. So um, I think that one, uh, that first day of the tournaments, uh, we even though we had a little disagreement on game one, uh, I think we can both agree on that game. Day two, Thursday, March 12th, it is Alabama versus Tennessee in game three uh at 12 p.m eastern time uh, on the sec network please please tell me you're not picking alabama 
<laughs> I'm not sure. Um, mm. you know, we've seen firsthand about the Alabama offense. Um, really good. Uh, but I think Tennessee's defense is going to be able to get it done. They got um, – I, I don't know how to say his first name. I, I've been trying all year, but Pons uh, was named Defensive Player of the Year for the SEC. Um, that guy is really good. Uh, I don't think – I think Auburn fans got really lucky without seeing him contribute too much um, in the games that they um, had against him. Um, but Tennessee's defense is really phenomenal. Fulkerson has been talked about um, as their dynamic player. Um, we know all the star power. No, I wouldn't say star power. We know all the uh, offense that's there for Alabama with Tyler Lewis, John Petty, Shackelford. You go down the list. Um, but I just – this team for Nate Oates has fallen off in the last couple of weeks and has just not been as hot um, as they were with losses to Missouri, losses to Vanderbilt. So uh, I am going to pick Tennessee. I think it's going to be close. I really do. I think it's going to be a fascinating game, fun, uh, one fun to watch. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think um, Nate Oates is going to have Alabama competing regularly, um, but I don't think they, I don't think they get a win in this year's tournament. You're breaking my heart a little bit, giving them compliments in this. I don't know why I brought <laughs> I you know on it. the show. It breaks my heart. <laughs> I look I will say this too I do think Alabama is going to be more competitive than we'd like to give them credit for going forward uh, I don't think Nate Oates is a bad coach uh, they could have done a lot worse but they could have done a lot better too uh, seeing some of the history that Alabama has had I, I'm I'm simply picking Tennessee for the fact that I just don't want Alabama to win and because Drew my <laughs> normal co-host will give me so much grief if I pick Alabama to go forward uh, so I am going to say Tennessee as well in this one, moving on to take on Kentucky, which will make an interesting matchup as well. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the next game. You got number five, Florida taking on from your standpoint, Ole Miss. How do you see that one shaking out? Um, I'm not quite sure yet. Um, Florida was the two seed going into Saturday and right. fell off with all the different outcomes um, and wound up playing on Thursday um, against the winner, Ole Miss, Georgia. I'm tempted to pick Florida just because of how um, how dynamic they've been in the past and how skilled they are um, and the history that we know of them. But I'm not sure they're going to pull it out. I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them without much strategy behind it. But I think whether they play Georgia, like you said, or Ole Miss, like I said, I think that one's going to be close. I don't I don't expect them to go far um, past that. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I I'll pick Florida for now. Okay, Florida moving forward for you. Uh, I had Georgia moving forward in this game, and I would I would say this is where any magic that Georgia can muster in round one ends right here. Uh, Florida has struggled and struggled mightily. Uh, I would love the opportunity to uh, reach the finals with them to have a little bit of uh, revenge uh, for kind of helping start the pattern of losing two games in a row. They did actually Alabama did first, but anyway, contributing to that fact and kind of getting a little revenge there. Uh, so, but I, I'm going to say that Florida wins over Georgia as well, moving forward. So we agree on that point. Here's where things get interesting for us, though, Austin. Yep. Game five, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Missouri versus Texas A&M. Both teams have beaten Auburn. Both teams embarrassed yep. Auburn. Both teams have a shot to play Auburn in the next round. Uh, I have two questions for you. Who do you think it will be, and is it the same team that you actually want to face? So whichever way you want to answer that, that's my two questions I'd, I'd love to have an answer from. That works perfect. That's, that's how I was going about thinking about answering this. I think, I think Auburn fans should want to play 
Missouri, and that's for a couple reasons. I think, one, they played uh, Missouri and lost on the road uh, up in Columbia. I think I think Columbia or Columbus? Columbia. One of the two. Uh, I think, Same yeah, one of those. <laughs> uh, they're so far out there, who knows? Um, and I think that's because that was the first game without Isaac Okoro, and it was on the road. Uh, I think Auburn will be com- more comfortable in Nashville, um, and I think that they obviously will have Isaac back. I think that's who you want to play this. Now, that would be an upset. Um, I don't think you want to play Texas A&M just because they're on a roll with Buzz Williams, um, who I think should have been coach of the year, um, if not for Bruce Pearl. Um, But that defense that they played against Auburn was just unbelievable and really threw them fits. Um, I don't think you want to play A&M, who's on a bit of a hot streak right now. However, I do think A&M wins that game. Um, I think A&M will take down Missouri, and uh, it will be an interesting matchup on Friday at 6 o'clock when Auburn has to play A&M again. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Buzz Williams is an excellent coach, and he inherited yeah. a dumpster fire at Texas A&M. Uh, the fact that Huge. he was able to to pull them out of the doldrums with Vanderbilt <laughs> at the bottom of the SEC yeah. uh, this quickly uh, was uh, was a miracle in and of itself. If, uh, if you had told me that Texas A&M would have been a seven seed and not playing right. on day one of this tournament at the beginning of the year, I would have laughed at you. So that's a testament yeah. to Buzz Williams and what he's done there. So. I got to agree with you completely here. I do not want to face Texas A&M. As much as I want to get revenge on taking away senior day for us, uh, I would much rather face Missouri, and I'm going to agree with you as well. I do think Texas A&M moves forward and will Mm -hmm. be facing Auburn in the third round, the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament, which brings us to game six. This will be played 30 minutes after game five. We both have Arkansas moving on to take on the number six seed South Carolina game cots, uh, Frank Martin team. I am a big fan of Frank Martin, uh, Austin. I don't know where you stand on him. I think he's a great coach. If I had to rank, you know, uh, rank my coaches in the SEC, it'd obviously be Bruce Pearl high and away, but then, you know, it'd probably be Frank Martin right there next to, next to him. So I have a very high opinion of the game Cox. What do you think about Arkansas versus South Carolina? Um, I, I like South Carolina in this game, uh, partly because of what you said with Frank Martin. I think he has a lot of experience. Obviously, took them took the Gamecocks to a Final Four. Um, I personally like Frank Martin a lot. Uh, I got to heckle Frank Martin a lot when I was a student <laughs> in the jungle. Um, and we always had a really good time with his oversized suits and how much he stomps the ground. But yep. the guy knows the basketball, the game of basketball, um, really well and has, and has proven that multiple times. Um, with Arkansas coming in and with Mason Jones, I – I think I'm going to pick Arkansas and Mason Jones. Uh, I like the scoring of Arkansas, um, and I'm feeling like an upset. I haven't picked one. I've gone chalk all the way yet, so I just I've got that feeling with Arkansas and uh, advancing against over South Carolina. You know, I wish we didn't have to characterize this one as an upset, uh, but it is just by definition of the seeding here. Uh, right. But I am in complete agreement with you. I, Arkansas, as I've already said, is my sleeper team in this tournament, and I think they definitely make it to the quarterfinals. Could be completely wrong here, uh, but as the 11 seed being the six seed is not a huge upset, but it still is one. And I'm again, I'm surprised as much as I love a Frank Martin coach team that they're as high as the six seed. It shows you how much turbulence there was in that mid yeah. area of the SEC uh, throughout this season. So that brings us to the quarterfinals and where things get really interesting, where the top four teams in the SEC finally get into action. Let's start with game seven. Friday, March 13th is when this begins at noon, and you can start watching this one on ESPN. Kentucky 
versus Tennessee for both of us in this one. Tennessee was able to recently get a win over Kentucky in Rupp Arena. This one's going to be in Tennessee. So you can imagine this is going to be a big game if this comes to fruition. If we're right here, what do you think about this matchup? Does Kentucky get revenge or does Tennessee shock the world again? Well, you're right. I mean, that game was not that long ago. I think it was last week, the last midweek. Um, so with this game, that if it's Tennessee-Kentucky, that's going to be a phenomenal game. And I think a lot of people will be tuned into the SEC or the ESPN uh, for the SEC tournament that morning. I will uh, have just gotten my wisdom teeth out, so I might be high as a kite <laughs> for that. But, but I will be watching, and I might not know what's going on, uh, but my wife Emily will hopefully be able to describe what is going on. So we'll see. However, once I've come to, I think I will still expect Kentucky to win. Uh, now, that's with some uh, caution there, because if Ashton Hagens is back, I expect Kentucky to win. Uh, I think the drama that's been around him this week um, and Coach Cal, I think that'll get resolved. Uh, I I do not think Kentucky and Coach Cal will allow them to lose to Tennessee um, in the quarterfinals. Um, there, I mean, if Big Blue Nation has to go home on Friday, um, I think a lot of people will be shocked. Um, yes. But I'm going to pick Kentucky there. Um, we'll find out after I come to you on Friday morning. <laughs> you know, if I could just have an, I need a camera in y'all's house so I can just see <laughs> this going on of you just mumbling things to her incoherently and her trying to explain to you what's exactly happening. <laughs> that to me right now is worth the price of admission just to come and watch that at your house. Uh, but anyway, so my impressions of it is this, as much as I want Tennessee to shock the world again, and I think I personally think this will be one of the closest, if not the closest games uh, up to this point in the tournament, I do think Kentucky still gets the win. I don't think it's because of Ashton Hagens, though. I am much more a fan of Nick Richards and quickly. Uh, I really, yeah. really like those two together, especially Richards. And I think if, if they can el- eliminate Richards from the game, Tennessee's got a shot, but if they don't, Sorry, you're going home on Friday. Uh, The next game, game eight, which will be for both of us, Florida versus Mississippi State. I think this will be sneakily a very good game. It'll be 30 minutes after game seven. You can watch it on ESPN. Your impressions of the Gators versus the Bulldogs. I'm a really big fan of Reggie Perry and Mississippi State, um, much to Peter Green's dismay. Uh, (laughs) Mississippi State, (laughs) Mississippi State, I'm, I'm very glad Auburn dealt with them early um, and did not have to um, see them again um, the rest of the year. Reggie Perry um, is the only big that's ahead of Austin Wiley in most statistical categories. Um, He's big and very athletic. um, And I think them getting to that double bye shocked a lot of people. But I think Mississippi State is somehow they're still on that bubble, um, but they're a top four seed in the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. Um, And I think I I like Mississippi State to take down Florida. Um, and move on for a really big matchup between uh, Reggie Perry and Nick Richards against Kentucky. On that is a, that is a great matchup to watch. It's, that's the stuff that March Madness is made of right there. Uh, you know, I, I, my gut wants me to pick Florida in this one. I don't know why. I have no reason mm-hmm. to think because of the backslide they've been on recently. Uh, but I'm not going to trust my gut to this one, and I'm going to go with you as well on this journey with uh, Reggie Perry and Mississippi State and say that we will get that matchup with Kentucky and Mississippi State uh, in the semifinals for the SEC tournament. Uh, Back to the one that's interesting for us. Game 9 starts at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and now you can watch it on the SEC Network. 
for both of us, it'll be Auburn versus Texas A&M. Help me feel good about this one. <laughs> uh, by 6 o'clock on Friday, I, sh- I have planned my surgery that morning. I should be very well awake and very wide-eyed for this game. I would, I'm very glad Auburn found a way to that two-seed um, so I could be coherent. Um, but I, Auburn, <laughs> I, have, I trust Bruce Pearl and Stephen Pearl and the rest of the assistant coaching staff to not let what happened uh, ha- a few weeks ago happen again. Um, that I think they took serious um, disappointment to that. Um, I don't think those those seniors especially, but that team um, wants to let Texas A&M beat them again. I think there will be a good game plan for that defense after seeing it so recently. Um, and I like Auburn. I think it will be close. I really think it will be close, but I like Auburn to get revenge on Texas A&M on uh, Friday. If Texas A&M had not beaten Auburn in Auburn Arena, uh, I would right now be putting Auburn on upset alert. But mm-hmm. I think – and I hope that this senior class has really been offended by what happened to them on senior night in Auburn Arena and watched that and had a message sent to them by Coach Pearl and the rest of the staff. And that's what I'm trusting in. Like you said, I'm trusting in Coach Pearl and his staff to really get these guys' minds right for Texas A&M, and they just wallop them. And I'm say, I'm talking on the backs of Samir Dowdy, Javon McCormick, Austin Wiley. I'm not even going to throw Isaac Okoro in there. I think those guys alone are have something to prove and have something to say to Texas A&M for nearly ruining their chances at the number two seed in this Mississippi tournament. So I agree with you. Auburn will take down Texas A&M. Another interesting matchup here, Arkansas versus LSU. Uh, the number three seed LSU. This game is 30 minutes after game nine. What do you think about this one? I think a lot of people at this point are going to be wondering when Arkansas's dance is going to uh, end. Uh, but I'm picking Arkansas in this game. I like Arkansas to take down Mason or take with Mason Jones take down LSU. I'm not sold on LSU um, that much. I, I know there's a three seed there, and um, they they handled Auburn for a lot of that game before the big comeback. But I just think Arkansas is very dynamic. I think Eric Musselman for them is a great coach. And at this point, he's with the success he's had in the past with Nevada. I like him to get his guys ready. And I mean, by that, you're playing by this time. This is their third game in three days. Um, these guys are going to be gassed. I like Arkansas to have known the court for two days straight. Uh, and they're gonna, I like them to take down LSU and uh, continue their Cinderella dance with them. I agree as well. I think they are the Cinderella team in this one. I don't think uh, they could have had a better lineup. Uh, to make a Cinderella run, uh, taking down, obviously, the the lower seed Vanderbilt, then South Carolina, and then an LSU team that I just, I think they have, they've hit a wall uh, similar to what Auburn has done at times, and I don't don't think they've responded as well as Auburn has in some areas. Uh, So this one is going to be a very close game as well, but I'm going to say the Cinderella story continues, at least for now, for Arkansas. So we're in the semifinals here, and we both agreed across the way. We get we were a little different on how we got there. But Kentucky versus Mississippi State. What do you think about that in the semifinals? This is at noon, game 11 on ESPN. Does Kentucky continue dancing? Yeah, I mean, we've already talked about how, how huge of a matchup Nick, Reggie Perry and Nick Richards would be together um, in the backcourt, going at it off the boards um, and at the rim. At as much as I would love to see Kentucky lose, uh, their guard their guard play is just so much su- more superior than Mississippi State. Um, with quickly, 
um, and Maxey and Hagens and I just there's not a guy um, on Mississippi State that I think can match up with those two guys especially quickly um, and guard them um, for and limit them for a full 40 minutes um, so I'm gonna pick Kentucky to make the SEC championship. I think that's a, a very a safe pick and not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that I think that's very wise <laughs> on your part. Um, I am fighting the urge right now, sir, to call upset. I really want to. Yeah. And, and as I'm speaking at this moment, I'm looking at how their matchup versus uh, Kentucky went uh, in, in the season, just so that I can compare and make myself feel a little bit better sure. about this. if I want to, because here's the thing, the Ashton Hagen situation, uh, no matter how much you talk about, or we try to push it aside, it is a big team chemistry issue. Quickly. Yeah. Great. I've already talked about Nick Richards a lot and how much I like him down there and I, how I think he's the best player on their team. Uh, but I, something in me, man, just wants this to be an upset. And if you look at their previous matchup, Kentucky did win uh, in Rupp Arena 80-72. to I'm not so certain if that's in Starkville that Mississippi State doesn't get the win. And you know what? I'm going to bite. Mississippi State. He's doing it. Mississippi State goes to the tournament championship and setting up a potential very big matchup with Auburn. But let's see if we both agree on this one going forward. Game 12, 30 minutes after game 11 on ESPN, Auburn versus Arkansas for both of us. Does Auburn go to the championship game for the second year in a row? I love it. Uh, I, I I think Auburn's back in the championship game. Um, I really do. I think they, this team knows how to play in this kind of environment where they're playing back-to-back. Um, they're playing on, on in do-or-die situations, um, especially these, those, these seniors, Samir, Austin, Javon, um, Dangel, Macklemore. These guys know what it takes um, to play in this kind of environment. And if you're right, and this team knows that they're going to be playing Mississippi State on Sunday if they get a win, uh, this team will be fired up because they know they have a real shot. But at the same time, I think this team is not going to back down whether Kentucky or Mississippi State wins. Uh, I think they want a shot at the best. Um, And so if Kentucky wins, I still expect them to give out that big a fire. Um, But if Mississippi State takes upset like you're predicting, um, I would expect Auburn to have uh, come out and know that this is their conference and they want the win on Sunday. So that right. I do pick Auburn to make the SEC championship Sunday. You know, I, I definitely pick Auburn here as well. I know I have my orange and blue glasses on. Uh, I just think Arkansas, their Cinderella run, will have, as you've already brought up, have them tired, uh, especially after that LSU game. As, as much as LSU has not played well at the back half of this season, I do think they are still a very, very good team and a huge threat. And I would love to see a rematch between Auburn and LSU. But – I do think that the legs for Arkansas will, those little piggy legs will not be able to <laughs> to withstand four <laughs> games in a row. Auburn versus Mississippi State for me in the championship game. So let's pick ourselves a champion. You have number one Kentucky versus number two Auburn in the SEC tournament championship on Sunday, March 15th at noon p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Who is your champion? Kyle, I want to pick Auburn so bad. I want to pick Auburn really, really bad. And I know that I'm I'm not usually on the podcast, so I know I can do this because I, I that means I can, I won't be asked back anyway. <laughs> I I really think 
Auburn will play this game close. We this will not be a neutral game. It never is with Big Blue Nation in Nashville. They they stay all day, all night for no matter if they're in it or not. Um, I think I don't think that'll be a necessary a big factor with Auburn because they know how to play. They played one of their best road games all year up in Rupp. Um, however, they lost. Um, and I I like Kentucky in this game. Um, unfortunately, uh, I really want Auburn to win, and I will be pulling hard for the Tigers if they can make it to Sunday. Um, but ultimately, I think Kentucky's going to win. Um, yeah. And I think I think with the performance Auburn will have given in the SEC tournament, they'll lock themselves in in a good five seed, maybe a low four seed, um, and be ready for the big dance. Absolutely, I don't. I think Auburn making it to the semifinals at least is a must uh, this year, or else it's going to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know that that we are pretty confident in that's going to happen. Uh, getting further than that is kind of up in the air, depending on who your uh, opponent is. You know. <sighs> I would love to see the Kentucky Auburn rematch to decide who truly was best in the SEC this year, since they both won each, uh, won each at home uh, and having a neutral site game to kind of be the deciding factor would be very interesting, but I, I haven't picked Kentucky going forward. And since big blue nation will have left the building, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I do think that in a matchup that I've picked of Mississippi state versus Auburn, it comes down to two guys and that is our man, Austin Wiley and Reggie Perry, who, yeah. wins that battle is determined and i think austin wiley after everything that he's been through this is his moment to shine this is his moment to seize the team and establish himself as the leader maybe not so much the vocal leader but the leader in, in essence for this basketball team going into the ncaa tournament so i say austin wiley wins the matchup with Ray perry and I, reggie perry and i say auburn repeats as sec tournament champions and has a championship in the sec for three straight years there you have it absolutely i like it and if i if i can pick your prediction kyle and have Mississippi State, i'd pick auburn too i i, I mean austin wiley didn't get named to an sec team today and that. That's- uh, we have our orange and blue glasses on, like you said, but that is unbelievable um, to me. And so I think whether it's in the, on Sunday in the championship game or not, Austin Riley's playing in Nashville mad this week. Uh, and I have no doubt Bruce Pearl has, has reminded him several times today, even he did not make the SEC team to make, ensure that happens. Um, so I would love to see Austin Riley take on Reggie Perry on championship Sunday. I think if I was Bruce Pearl, what I would say to Austin is this, what is your legacy going to be? Is your legacy the Mm. guy that was forgotten off of the all SEC teams this year, despite being one of the best, if not the best rebounders in the SEC and and pretty good defender as well? Or is your legacy going to be the guy that fought with a chip on the shoulder because some people with a clipboard or the pen didn't vote him in? I would say, that Austin Wiley, if you need to, if Coach Pearl needs to make that statement to him. What's your legacy going to be? And if he has the fortitude that I think he does, he will make this this tournament his legacy going forward. Uh, so there you have it. That's our breakdown of it. I think it's, despite a little differences here and there on our parts, I think we basically got to the same kind of conclusion uh, with Kentucky kind of going for Auburn going for. Arkansas is both of our kind of Cinderella team in the tournament there. So we had a lot of similarities. Um, I like both of our picks, but I do know this. It is going to be a very entertaining and very fun SEC tournament in Nashville. Everybody stay safe out there with the coronavirus stuff going around and everything. And just uh, make sure you think of those people that are suffering from the tornadoes and bad weather they recently had in Nashville. And if you're you're up there and you have a, a chance to donate or volunteer time while you're up there in between games, Uh, please do 
go do that. Austin, final thoughts on this SEC tournament podcast. It's tournament week. Uh, one of the best times of the year. Uh, I'm really excited about it and just want to echo everything Kyle said. Um, be safe. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, it's a game. Um, so let's keep that in mind and enjoy the players um, with some superior God-given talents. But it's championship. Or it's tournament week. Uh, and I'm really excited about all the games this week. If you Even can't if I'm get, not coherent. <laughs> if, if you can't get excited as as much as an incoherent uh, Austin will be uh, <laughs> during that first game on game on day three, then you have problems. If he can get excited That's without right. knowing what's going on for March Madness, you need to check that you still got a beating heart. <laughs> uh, Austin, thank you so much for pitching in tonight and being on this episode. Uh, we really appreciate it. If people want to get in contact with you and maybe you know give you a little bit of a hard time about some of your picks, where can they find you? Oh, find me anywhere. I love criticism. I'm sure Chandler Fulton will give me some. You can find me at Austin G. Scott on Twitter. Um, and I'm always on the ETC uh, discussions page chiming in when I can. So uh, come at me. I'm, I'm ready for it. Now don't come, come at, at me Friday morning. I was about to say, you better be careful. They'll be coming at you when they know that they'll get some pretty interesting responses. Uh, That's right. You can find me on Twitter at TigerI24. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Inside the Jungle. Until we talk to you again, War Eagle. Or you go. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it, the only question remains, do you?